Hello, good evening. My name is Richard. This is over and over and over again. And this is going to be the fourth episode this season of the Arsenal Women's Weekly. It feels like the season started months and months ago and we've only managed to get three shows done so far due to all the international breaks, which we will obviously talk about. A lot to look forward to. The WSL's back, of course, this weekend. Arsenal away at Reading. Um, also, as well, of course, next Wednesday, the Champions League starts as well. We play a nice, easy game away against the current holders, Leon. So that's going to be fun. So we'll look forward to both of them two games. We'll have a look back at the international break. Of course, a few big games happened over the last week or so in the international side of things. And also, um, there are one or two little injury problems which we need to discuss as well, which could um, cause us one or two issues as well. But we'll look at that as well. All coming up on the other side of this. Good evening to Andreas and Amar actually just, just to let you know, Amar actually jumped in just when the intro was playing. So he just about made it this week. So well done, Amar, for just making it in time, which was nice. And with full power too, and with full power. Full power as well at the moment, which is great, yeah. Um, Matt's on his way as well. He's just been held up a little bit, but Matt will be here with us as well very, very shortly. Um, Andreas, first of all, welcome back to the show. It seems a long time since we've all been together, but here we are back again, which is good. Yeah. Hello, everybody. And uh, as much as I miss the WSL and, and the Arsenal playing, I, I missed uh, the show and you guys uh, already have more. And it's great to be back on Friday uh, to start the weekend with our show. And I think we have a lot to discuss and I'm looking forward to, to all the subjects we have. Yeah, it is um, a lot. Obviously, it's been a, a few weeks. So there's a lot to get through, a lot of things about them and stuff like that, which we need to talk about. And Amar as well, I say, just about on time, which was good. So good to see you. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm good, mate. Yeah, it's been a while. Looking for plenty to discuss and look forward to. So, yeah, looking forward to it. It's been a while. Our week was special. Hopefully, this week will be just as good. Exactly, yeah. Obviously, back in WSO action, which we'll come on to. Um, I suppose, really, what I wanted to start with was maybe if we get the negative things out of the way first, I suppose we need yeah. to discuss um, a very, very bad news that we've had over the last couple of weeks. As if losing one centre-half was clumsy, but losing two at the same time is very, very careless, isn't it? And unfortunately, we are now in a situation where um, our two first-choice centre-halves, two of our best players, two of our most important players are now both injured for what looks as though it's going to be fairly long-term as well. We're talking weeks here, not just a, a game or two. We're, we're talking quite a few weeks. Um, mm. And it couldn't have come at a worse time when mm. we're top of the league. We've just qualified for the group stage of the Champions League, which kicks off this week. And suddenly... We're without two really, really important players, Leah Williamson, of course, and uh, Rafael Souza, who both of them have had a great start to the season. Um, now, it seemed as though the 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 Rafael injury was in the, the Ajax game, wasn't it? She got injured in that game and had to go off. And Leah's came about in training for England, which is even more frustrating because, you know, you, you can protect your players from matches and then they get injured in training. I mean, um, Andreas, if we kind of look at really, I mean, I know um, Emma Hayes has spoken this week uh, or last week about the international games 
so many of them. In fact, we've played now more international games since the season started than domestic league games. And it's a crazy situation at this point in the season, isn't it? And do you think that, obviously, um, Rafaela and, and Leah both were captain of their countries in the summer, played every single minute of tournaments, which they won. They've hardly had a break. They've come into the WSL season, had two or three international breaks, and now they've both suffered injuries. And, yes, they look as though they may well be contact injuries as opposed to muscle injuries, a foot injury apparently they've got. So, yeah. But do you think that's had a factor? Because is it a bit of fatigue coming into it? Because they've both of those two players in particular have had a really busy kind of spell, haven't they, through the summer and obviously into the new season. Do you think that's a factor? Yes, I'm absolutely sure that this is a factor. And uh, of course, uh, when, when people say um, injuries happen to football players and, and an injury can happen in, in, in a match, in, mm. in, in a league match, in a club training, yes, of course. But the more uh, they have to play and, and the less they have a break between, between the seasons. And, and then uh, we had uh, the Euros, uh, or, or for Rafaela, the... Uh, you know, the South South American Cup or, or what she was playing, and then well, I think two 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 and a half weeks, uh, and then they returned back to training. And before the WSL started, there was an international break. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we played two or three matches, and there was another international break. Uh, now back to to the WSL, and uh, for for Chelsea and for Arsenal, uh, the Champions League starts with six uh, additional matches. Uh, on, on highest level uh, between mid of October and mid of December. Um, the calendar is too too busy for, for the top players and mm -hmm. this caused mm -hmm. the injuries. The, um, the danger to, to get an injury uh, is rising with, with all these matches and uh, I don't, I don't uh, see uh, a sense in all these friendly internationals. Of course, qualifying for, for Euros or for the World Cup this is a must-have. They have to play, but uh, having friendlies between and and uh, mm -hmm. they, uh, mm -hmm. the, the national teams, uh, they they must play together. So yes, of course, they have to in in March, April, May, when when the World Cup is coming in June, but not not in October, September, October. Uh, this is too much. And now we we have the problems. It could have. Uh, Every other team, but but <laughs> it's now Arsenal who lost two two key players, and uh, yeah, uh, for us it's the problem of of the missing squad depth. But I think we will talk about this uh, later. Yeah, to answer your question, yes, I see a reason in in too too busy uh, international calendar for for the top players. Yeah, I mean it is. It's even more frustrating that the, the Leah Williamson injury because that was two England friendlies. Yes, the first one was a, a high-profile game against America, um, but it's still a friendly, ultimately. It wasn't a, a competition game. And obviously, the second one was just a friendly against the Czech Republic. And it's more frustrating that she's got injured um, in that when it was unnecessary, as you rightly say, Andreas. At this point in the season, it's unnecessary to play friendlies. Yeah, there were, were qualifying games for certain nations to play qualifying games. Yeah, fair enough. They should be playing. But when, you, when you've already qualified or you don't have to play a playoff, this, that and the other, that they shouldn't have a friendly now. Put the friendlies maybe further into the season. It was no when we've just had an international break literally two or three weeks ago. And, you know, 
I think maybe we're a little bit more upset about it because it's Leah that's got the injury at, yeah. on, in those circumstances. Whereas at least the Rafaela one came in a game, which can happen, I suppose. And you kind yeah. of accept it a little bit easier. But I mean, my worry, Emma, with, with Rafaela in particular, is last season she missed a big chunk of the season after just signing with an injury. And now yeah. she's got another long term injury, having played what three or four games So she's only played like less than 10 games in nearly a year at the mm. club. And it's you know, is that do you think that's a problem with her individually, or do you think that maybe she's just had a little bit of bad luck? Is that what it's come down to, or is it the number of games that we've had? I, I wouldn't fold that. I wouldn't say it's anything to do with the training or the way the training goes on, but maybe yeah, it's just it's it's a, it's a maybe it's just a combination of just of bad luck and I don't know if it's a, it's a history it's a history she's had with that injury, but I I think she's been really unlucky. You know, when she signed last season, great, and I don't know what injury was last season, and then she had a. Uh, she was tackled badly against Ajax. I don't know. Maybe they need to. Maybe um, we need to protect her more out there. And if you think about this time last year as well, after the North London derby, Leah suffered an injury as well. So mm. trying to become a bit of a thing for her. So I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I, it is a bit worrying, as you say, with uh, regards to the frequency of the injuries. But maybe we just need to protect her more. And and. Uh, and I don't know, maybe not play her, play her so much as we have been. But yeah, I'm just hoping whoever fit, fits in. I know we've got Lotter as backup, but I don't know who else is going to play there. I know I've heard rumours that Leah Valti might play as a centre-back, which he's played in the past. But it certainly gives us a bit of a headache going forward, especially with mm. the difficulty of the games we've got coming up. So yeah, I mean, I don't know what it could be, but it, it is a little bit concerning, if I'm being honest. It is, yeah. And, uh, you know, you're right. Obviously, yeah, Leah Williamson missed a big chunk of last season as well, didn't she, with an injury problem? And she's going to miss a, a chunk of this season as well. The same with, with Rafaela. And it is a shame that, you know, that, that's the one area of the squad, mate. Well, it's one of the areas of the squad that we don't have. We're not blessed mm -hmm. with depth, are we, particularly? Um, and, yes, who could have planned for both of your two centre-halves being injured at the same time? I mean, the, the chances of that are probably quite slim. Unfortunately, it's happened. Um mm -hmm. But, you know, maybe if it was two attacking players, we may have cover in the squad to get through it, whereas the, the, yeah. the two best defenders makes it even more difficult because we will obviously look at the potential team line-up for these next two games. Um, who's going to play in defence? Yeah, Leah Walty is maybe one option, which may well be looked at. But it, it's a big it's a big problem. And, and I do feel as though, and I say I don't often agree with Emma Hayes, I've got to be honest, but she's, she's spot on with, with that particular thing about the international breaks. We did you can't be having two international breaks when you've only played two WSL games. I mean, they've had uh, they've had more. I say they've had more. They've, they've played more international games than they played WSL games. Yeah. <laughs> Middle of October. Ridiculous, ridiculous situation. And the result of that is, I mean, it's not just Arsenal players that have got injured, is it? There's some ger the German players, and it's got injured a, a long-term ACL injury. Um, yeah. uh, who, who played in the Euros as well. So you know, these things are going to be happening. I think a lot more this season, and it is. It is going to be, um, it's a shame because, you know, there's a big buzz around women's football, rightly so, at this moment in time. And if all the best players aren't playing for a long time because they've got injuries, it doesn't help the, the product, does it? Because, you know, it's not going to be as good as it could possibly be. So, yeah, it's, it is frustrating. And I'm really, really frustrated with Aaliyah Williamson. One. I couldn't believe it when that news came through from the England camp that she'd been sent, sent obviously, away from, from training. She had to pull out of the squad. I'm like, the last player we needed after yeah. that was... Leah Williamson to be injured as well, but I guess that's football. You can't stop injuries happening. I guess they can happen at any time. It's just unfortunate they've happened at the same time. It puts us in a bit of a dilemma. Um, Terry says, yeah, uh, the girls haven't had any recovery time at all, really. Um, I think we could see a lot of this happening. Yeah, you're right. 
exactly. And that's exactly the problem. And it is happened. It is happening as elsewhere. It's not just Arsenal players that are injured. It's happening elsewhere, as we said, um, which is a bit of a shame. Um, Terry says, every time you mention Raf, Amar gets a little cheeky. No, I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> we, do. we, we, we all love Raph though, don't we? Let's be honest. She is she is amazing. Um, and Terry says uh, a lot of Wilbur Moy, of course, got to be. Yeah, I mean, a lot yeah, of Wilbur yeah. Moy is now going to be very, very important, isn't she? Because she's going to have to, like she did at the end of last season, you know, she had to play when Raph was in. She came in and done really, really well. So I'm not that worried about a lot of Wilbur Moy playing. I'm more concerned about who plays with her. That's yeah. the problem that we've got. One, one centre back out, we're fine. A lot can come in, not a problem. Yeah. Two of them out. Then it's a problem because we don't really have the depth there, do we? In that particular, we will we will get onto that in in a bit as well. Um, I mean, I suppose we have been talking about international games, and there was um there was some big international games played. You know, yes, a lot of them were friendlies, which is unfortunate, but it was you know there was certainly um a good at least one good game from the Lionesses as well. Maybe talk about, and obviously France and Germany played as well, didn't they? Now, of course, obviously, the, the big game of the international break was the European champions against the world champions, England against USA. And what a fantastic game of football that was. I know you were busy watching the Germany game, Andreas. You maybe didn't catch too much of, of, the, uh, of the England game. But it was a fantastic game of football, first of all. Um, you know, both two really good teams going at it, trying to win the game. And it, although it was a friendly, it did have a competitive feel to it, actually. And it, it did feel like a really important game. And in the end, England maybe got a little bit fortunate with one or two decisions that went our way um, and managed to win the game. And it was great to, to beat America. And then America went on a lot week as well. So it was a particularly good week for them. But that, I thought that was a really, really good, you know, a big crowd in at Wembley. Obviously, uh, I was there. It, it's For me, that was, that was the perfect promotion of women's football because it was a great game between two of the best teams in the world. And it's something to really look forward to with a World Cup coming up, isn't it? Clashes like this happening Absolutely. in that World Cup throughout the tournament. It's going to be great. I mean, I know you didn't really watch the game too much live, Andreas, but I mean, you must have enjoyed the, the occasion of it all, really. You know, the, the two of the best teams in the world going head-to-head like that. Yes, of course. And I watched uh, extended highlights uh, the day after the match, uh, about 26 minutes. Uh, so uh, I, have, I have a really good impression what happened. And uh, the atmosphere was just fantastic. Uh, of 77,000 uh, is, is <laughs> it's fantastic uh, attendance and and the match itself uh, both teams uh, didn't want to lose because there was yeah. a lot of prestige in this match and uh, mm-hmm. yeah and uh, for, for England it was important to show uh, the USA are beatable they are still mm-hmm. a great team there are young players like uh, Trinity Rodman or or Smith, I don't know her. Sophia first name. Smith, yeah, Sophia yeah. Smith, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Sophia Smith, yeah. Up and uh, uh, of course they um, they were without uh, Alex Morgan, but uh, yeah, England was without Alessia Russo and Leah Williamson. So, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, for for us, I say us, uh, I mean the Lionesses. Uh, it was a new start without Bill uh, um, Scott and Alan White as key players mm-hmm. for, for so many years, and uh, yeah, to beat the USA. Um, a very important sign, and for the self-confidence for the whole team, it was mm. good. And uh, yeah, and for the for the atmosphere in the country, uh, it was perfect to play uh, at Wembley again, uh, mm. at a nearly nearly filled Wembley, and uh, yeah, and then beat uh, the current uh, world champions. Fantastic. And as 
uh, as far as I saw in the in the extended highlights, it was a deserved win. Of course, there were a few uh, decisions from VAR that were pro England, but uh, it, it were the correct decisions. So uh, hmm. it was a deserved win, and it, <laughs> yeah, was, it shows uh, what what is uh, possible next year in the World Cup. England uh, can yeah. beat everybody. Of course, hmm. USA is is one of the top favorites ne next year, but. Uh, yeah, they, they are able to beat everybody. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, I, I do feel as though um, the US team are going through a little bit of a transitional period mm. at the moment, aren't they? Building up towards the World Cup. And it was maybe a, a good time for us to be playing them at this point. Um, maybe that helps us as well. Yes, the, the second USA goal that was disallowed was a very, very tight offside decision on VAR, wasn't it? Which, you know, could have gone either way. And luckily it, it went for us and, and we won the game in the end. And yeah, I, I felt we deserved to win overall. I thought we were the better team. It was a, it was a hard game, obviously. They were, they were a good side, America, even though they maybe wasn't at their best and they had some players missing. But yeah, it, it did feel like, um, it felt a little bit, didn't it? Like you mentioned there, like a, a, um, the start of a new era almost, you know, with the retirement of those two really important players for England and, you know, some younger players and newer players coming into the squad. We saw a bit more of that against the Czech Republic as well. Um, and that was, it is like a new a new start in a way for, mm. for the Lionesses and maybe obviously for women's football in general. I think the Euros was, you know, the... Um, shouldn't be the, the end because it's not it's the start isn't it it's like this is the start of the new journey and that's what that game felt like to me watching it it was the start of the new a new era for women's football and the, the modern era has kind of started really now and, and that was a great game I mean Emma you was at Wembley I mean I think the crowd yeah. would have been bigger wouldn't it without maybe the train strikes that was going on and possibly people, yeah and a lot of people were selling tickets and stuff to, because of that reason I mean it still looked like an amazing atmosphere and a great occasion I mean what was it like actually being in a stadium it must have been fantastic. yeah no it was great they did uh, was, I think the full uh, capacity and it was uh, close to about 77,000 so not quite what I was expecting like we had for the Euros and we had for our final 87 but yeah I mean honoring the honoring Jill and uh, the mm. first line as his team that played 50 years ago was pretty special parading the trophy reminiscing about the great moments about the summer and then yeah that was good once the football started yeah, it was there was a small section of US fans just down by where I was sitting I was sitting in the yellow area behind to the left of one of the goals yeah, it was pretty good but at times it got really nervous especially when we're trying to play out the back I remember there was one occasion where Kira Walsh was just trying to and they had no support and she was just going back into a box like where's she going I mean yeah I remember that yeah yeah they got really really nervous at times they got really really nervous and when they were playing out it cost them a goal and I think they're going to have to be a bit more streetwise when it comes to those teams in the World Cup. But now it was a good win. Yeah. And overall, yes, so the VAR helped us. We had, I think it was a penalty. And maybe after what happened in Leon three years ago, we would do a bit from VAR. But overall, it was a great game and a great occasion. And uh, it gives us a good idea or indicator of where we need to be at before, ahead of next summer. Exactly, it does. And that's that's what it was about, I guess, as well, wasn't it? You know, we want to be tested against the best we were and we come out on top again. Um, and talking about the best, we've got Matt has just joined us. How are you doing? I sure about that. Hi <laughs> guys, sorry I'm like last minute. It's good to see you back on the on the Friday show as always. Good good to good to see you as always. I mean, we were just obviously discussing the England game against America last week, which was a fantastic game of football, wasn't it? And a great advert for, you know, this this new um, kind of, a new audience that women's football's got now, because it has done, there's no doubt about that. You know, a lot more people are watching women's football. And if anybody watched that game last Friday, they would want to see it more games, because it was a brilliant game, wasn't it, Matt? 
Yeah, and these are the types of games where, if you remember Leah's call to arms after the uh, mm. final, it, she wanted those bums on seats. And yeah. why not go and test the best in the world? We've got other teams as well that I'm sure we've got to go and face. Mm. Um, I'm sure in the World Cup you want to, you're gonna want to face the Australians. You're gonna want to face mm. against Canada. You're gonna end up mm. facing some of these teams. You want to. Sure, they are in the right condition. Be ready for whatever they can throw at you. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if anyone's mentioned it, but the United States are sort of on a new cycle with their teams. They've, yeah. to, they've got some old players, mm-hmm. not mixing with young. So, uh, is it Sue Smith, the striker that's the goal? Sophia Smith. Sophia Sophia Smith. Smith. Yeah. 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 Sorry. He was brilliant, huh, wasn't she? What a great player she is, by the way. She reminded yeah. me of Jess Park. Yeah. If, that really how good. quick she is and everything yeah. it's just yeah she's really good one of those things that you just can't stop watching and no. admiring and yeah. it's another thing as well is that you're not just going to be shopping in europe now you might have clubs going you know what we'll bring in the americans because the americans yeah. might be more mm. interested and it, it it helps on a global scale as well because you might see some some swap over We've got a few lionesses with contracts up over the summer. Mm. Um, we don't know what's happening with. Uh, it'll be interesting, but I think uh, we've all seen as well that there's been issues with uh, over the last couple of weeks with ACL injuries as well. Mm. So things like that have to be taken into account as well. When the training that they're doing, is it too much? Is it too little? Uh, do they need to have those breaks just to make sure that it doesn't happen? Yeah. Often? Yeah, I mean, we, we were just talking about injuries before, obviously, you know, particularly to our two defenders, which is going to cause us some issues. And, you know, yes, I, I think there's been too many games too early in the season already, two international breaks, and it's not been helpful to anybody, I, I don't think. And I think the players, are, I think this is going to get worse, as, as especially now, as we said, you know, now uh, the, the, the WSL's back, the Champions League starts, it's game after game, two games a week for, uh, you know, for next up until Christmas, mm. really, pretty much. And it's, it's a big schedule, isn't it, um, on everybody? And it is unfortunately going to lead to these issues as well. And it's all very well. You know, we want to see we want to see the women's game. We want to see the games played. And, we you know, we, we get excited every week to watch the matches. But ultimately, there's got to be the right balance, hasn't there, between um, giving us the games that we want to see every week, but also making sure that the players are protected and not going to put themselves at risk of injury. And, you know, I don't think that they can have a similar... Um, calendar for the women's game as they, as they do for the men's. It almost feels as though that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to make a very similar amount of games. And I don't think you can yeah. do that because I don't think it's going to work the same because men and women aren't built the same physically, are they? And I, no. I feel as though it's going to be putting too much strain on the women and they need to look at that. And they need to say, look, yes, we want we want women's games to, to grow. Um, but ultimately, um, you've got to protect the players as well. And I think that's something they need to look at going forward. I think this season, the calendar's done. And unfortunately, we're going to have to. This is going to be a very, very trying season physically for everybody involved. And it's going to yeah. be tough. But hopefully, in the future, they can look at it and try to space things out a little bit more, a bit more breaks here and there, and make sure that everybody can stay as fit as possible throughout the season because that's what we need to do. Um, Terry says, yeah, the fans want to see the best players. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And that's, that's the issue, isn't it? If all the best players are injured and not playing, it, yeah. it diminishes the, the, the quality of the football out there anyway. And it means that people aren't going to be as. As as interested in one of watching the games if all the best players aren't available. So yeah, it's it's a balance that needs to be found. And maybe at the moment it's 
they're trying to figure it out the best way to do it. You know, at the minute it seems like they're just overkill, throw loads of games at it and hope for the best. Whereas maybe they need to look at that and say, you know what, it's not fair on the players because they're going to suffer and they are suffering already. Some are suffering really badly. So it is something they need to look at. Um, but yeah, the, the good news on that sense is there isn't another international break for quite a long time. So we've got about <laughs> yeah. the one maybe and now we can focus on domestic football um, really? for the future. And hopefully um, we won't see as many injuries as we maybe yeah. anticipate. Uh, but, you know, injuries do happen, unfortunately. They are part of football. Um, obviously, we do, as we said, you know, we're looking forward to the resumption of the WSL. It seems like the season's been going on for weeks and we've only been two <laughs> It's annoying, isn't it? But anyway, we are back in action now on Sunday with a game that on paper looks to be straightforward. But as we said, the injuries that we've got, it might not be quite as straightforward as that. Now, Reading are a bit of a strange team because they had a really good run in the middle of last season. They was unbeaten in about eight games and then they didn't win another one after that and they ended up stinking down the table. They haven't won yet this season. They're at the bottom of the league. And that's obviously a continuation of the way they finished last season. Um, but um, we, you know, we've got a decent record against them as well. Uh, I think they've only ever beaten us twice ever and only, only once in the, in the league. So we've got a good record against them. Um, and we're obviously have been in great form, but we can't get around the fact that our two best centre-halves are both out. Mm. And who's going to play? I mean, Andreas, what are you anticipating ahead of this game? Because obviously Reading have had a, a, a couple of weeks off, maybe to, to regroup because they've had a difficult start to the season. Um, and they may well be a, a totally different side when we face them on Sunday to what they've been so far. Um, and obviously the, the break hasn't really helped us because one, it's stopped our momentum. And two, with the injuries that, we, that we've suffered. So, I mean, what are you anticipating ahead of this game? Because it could actually be quite tricky now for us. It, it feels like a new start of the season. Um, yeah. So, uh, at least it feels as if the last match is so long ago. And, uh, <laughs> and it's too early in the season to say that uh, Reading is the weakest team uh, mm. because they are at the bottom uh, of the table. Uh, it's too early to say this. And... Um, yeah, it's a difficult match because for, for Reading, it's also a new start. They can say, okay, we didn't play well, but uh, let's forget the first two or three matches and now now the season starts for us uh, mm -hmm. with, with a nil-nil against Arsenal. And uh, yeah, that's that's uh, the danger for, for, for both teams. It's a long time since they played mm -hmm. together. There was this international breaks, friendlies and or competitive matches for for the Irish and, and the, the Scottish players. And now back to business, back to, to the WSL, not really knowing where you are standing. And and as I said, for, for Reading, it's a new start. They can say, forget the first matches. Now now it's count. it counts. And it, it's difficult to say. Of course, their first matches, their start in the season was really weak. And uh, we saw them playing in Marseille. Uh, Probably uh, they have to to battle against relegation, but yeah, we, we had this situation uh, last season playing against the team at, at the bottom of the table without Leah, and uh, yeah, we don't yeah. want to be to be reminded on this. And, and, and this. <laughs> no, so no. That, uh, this shouldn't uh, happen again. But uh, it's a tricky match, and we have to be concentrated from the first minute and then uh, of course even without Leah and Rafa we have the better team 
and uh, we yeah, should yeah. win. But it's it's important to yeah to find the way back to to regroup and and uh, to come into the match as as quick as possible. So it's difficult, but we are the better team, and and we believe uh, in our team that they will win. Yeah. Yeah, no, we, obviously we're the better team, we've got better players and we should win, but football doesn't always work like that, does it? I mean, Reading beat Chelsea last season, as we know, um, so they are capable of, of pulling out a result. And, you know, as you mentioned there, we, of course, lost to Birmingham and we got relegated, you know, so you, you can't take anything for granted in, in football. Um, but yes, it is a game that we should have too much for. I mean, Andres, just, just before we move on to, to Emma, who would you play as the two central defenders on Sunday? Oh. I would play Lotta and uh, Wally. Yeah, that's okay. me. Yeah. This would be the best uh, decision because um, Leah Walty has already proven that she can play in this position. And uh, mm -hmm. as I remember Steph Catley didn't feel really comfortable when she was uh, playing a centre half last season. So my choice would be Lotta and uh, Wally. I think she reads the game well, Leah Walty, doesn't she, as well? And that's a massive um, advantage playing it at the back. You can see the game in front of you. And if you can anticipate what's happening, you can put yourself in the right place. And you don't always have to be um, physically strong or that kind of stuff. I mean, she is. But you, you, if you read the game well, it kind of gets you out of a lot of situations. And, and yeah, maybe that could be the best combination, perhaps. Um, and then Frieda Marlon possibly coming into midfield. I mean, Emma, mm -hmm. what are you anticipating from Reading? Because obviously they've had a terrible start to the season, as we know. But yeah. as Andreas rightly says, it's like a fresh start from now, isn't it? They can go again and, you know, it's almost like starting the season from, from scratch. Yeah, no, first of all, I was just going to say, are we going to put me back in my right position or is Matt going to stay there from now on? Actually, no, actually, we will do because it is a little bit, it is a little bit confusing, is it? There we go. No, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> no sorry. I just thought about it. But if, you, uh, if you go to Matt first, that would be great. I'll give you my opinion in a minute, yeah. Okay, no, no, that's fine. Okay, well, Matt, then, I mean, what are you anticipating, obviously, from Reading, um, you know, the, the bottom of the table, but we know what that can mean to us and obviously our injury problems. I mean, what? how do you think that we're going to approach this game coming into it following... Our momentum's gone now, hasn't it? Because of the break, really. And we were we were just building it up, wasn't we, nicely with the win in Ajax and stuff like that. Yeah, and the other thing is everyone's everyone's joking around with the injury situation and things like that. Um, but if I'm honest, if you if you want to see Leah Walty in this game, you you want to wrap her up in cotton wool and bubble um, yes. wrap and just make or well, just get one of those sword balls and just put her in that and just say you're training in that so that you don't get injured. Yeah. Um, it's just one of those things. I'm I'm quite interested how you guys have said about you think that Leah would play at centre back. I've seen a lot of people say suggest that as well. But I was thinking that I think Steph's going to play there and then going to have Casey at left back. Yeah, I was thinking that that might be what Jonas does. I've got to be honest, that's my thinking. One because she's left footed Steph and he likes a right foot and a left foot at centre back, doesn't he? So, you know, it would be if. Because of what's happened with the Ireland team, if Katie's not, just, you know, she's just going to put her on the bench. It maybe put yeah. Laura there and then switch yeah. Noel there on that left-hand side. I, it's difficult to know unless they decide to go like with a, a five at the back, sort of have like wing backs and try and exploit Reading a little bit more that way. Um, but. Reading, is, it's, they've said that it's quite funny actually because they've said the opposite. They've said it's been the best time for them to have a break and they can <laughs> and everything. And they believe that every, this has happened for a good reason and they're ready to ready to challenge. Um, 
but it's one of those things. I've, I've, I've looking at Brighton. It's their first home game. They're going to be wanting to try and get off the mark yeah. now. Uh, their last two games, they lost obviously to United on opening day. Lost to Brighton. Uh, yeah, on Brighton, conceding six goals and only scoring one. The last home game was two one against Tottenham in the League Cup. Yeah. So it's almost like they are conceding goals. They're there to be forfeit. It might be a case of can Reading stop Arsenal from playing out? Sure. Are they? How are they going to step? Who are they going to stop? Because if they stop Beth Mead and Viv, Caitlin Ford's going to run in behind and cause them chaos. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I think I think. I'm gonna, uh, yeah. I'm gonna say I, I think Kim Little is gonna be the influencer this game. Mm. She's gonna be the one that's gonna really tip the scales in our favour. I know Reading have a former Arsenal player Emma Mitchell. She might, mm. have, she knows some of the players, but she doesn't know Jonas that well. So that might be tipping yeah. in our favour a little bit. Um, it, it's difficult to judge honestly. as long as we can avoid the what happened in January this year. Um, yes. yeah. Yeah, the, I think we will be safe. Um, if I had to pick a result, I don't think I think Manny loves a clean sheet, and <laughs> I think she's loving loving it at the moment with a, without having too much hassle. I, I think we're not going to see much. I think it might be a bit like the Birmingham game where it was almost smash and grab from Reading, uh, but I just I, I don't really see them getting their shooting boots on. So I think Arsenal are going to win this and it'll be like 2-0. But then again, Arsenal have scored four in the last two. So yeah. in WSL. So it could be the rule of four, not the rule of three this season. Yeah, so, yeah we, we did see it win 3-0 quite a lot last season, didn't we? I yeah. mean, who would you play as centre-back there? I know, obviously, you, you think it might well be it might well be Steph. But what would you go with if you were picking the team on Sunday? So with Manu in goal, I would go... I would go with Katie, Steph, Lossie and Noel. I know Laura's been really good, but I just think with the manner of the game and our current situation, I I think Laura would be perfect to be subbed on for Noel when Noel get it around that 60th minute mark. Uh, Katie and then Leah in the uh, central walls with Viv as the attacking midfielder and then Caitlin, Beth and Steena up top. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I I wouldn't be surprised if if Steph Catley plays centre back next to Lotta. Actually, I wouldn't be surprised if Jonas go over that personally. Uh, I'm not sure if that's what I would personally do, but I can understand if he does because he does like that balance at the back, doesn't he? Um, Terry, Terry says there uh, Viv attacking centre back. Well, yeah, Viv could play anywhere actually. Yeah, maybe she can drop in again. <laughs> do a job for us maybe you know um he says uh, is jem Beatty fit well she was in training today jem yeah. Beatty, so i'm yeah. assuming she is fit um it, but that's another um issue that maybe could come up uh so he says eight nil wearing <laughs> well, yeah, we, we think that might be a little bit optimistic maybe but anyway um it, it should be a game that you know we should be confident to win but i say we've had we had problems last season in, in very similar circumstances in a game like very similar to this. So we can't take it for granted yet, really, I suppose. But anyway, I mean, yeah, you're right, though, Matt. We have scored four goals in both our first two games. And uh, my my question to Reading would be, can you, you know, yes, we may well be vulnerable at the back, a little bit more vulnerable than we'd normally be. But can you stop our attack? 
And my answer would probably be they probably can't if we're yeah. totally honest. You know, I think over 90 minutes, we've got far too much firepower for them. And even if we concede a goal or two because we maybe make a few mistakes at the back, you'd imagine we'll have enough going forward to be able to win the game, potentially. But, you know, I don't really want to concede any goals if we can. But I just, I'm a bit worried about the, the, the lineup, really. That's all. I mean, Emma, what are you anticipating them for, for this Reading game? Because it, it's, a, it's a big game for us now because, you know, Chelsea yeah. have caught up because, you know, they've, they've thrown all their games together in a, in a little run of, you know, before the international break. So they now level on points with us. I know we've got a game in hand, but what we don't want to do is drop points now, do we? Um, and this is a potential banana skin. It is, let's be honest. It is a banana skin, potentially. It is a banana skin. We know what happened a couple of seasons ago when we drew one all then and we fell apart yeah. after that. I don't think, uh, I can't remember that they've ever beaten us in a WSL. The only, mind, the only victory they've had against us comes to mind was a Meadow Park in the Conti Cup a years ago. Yeah, right, Barrow yeah. Williams scored from the halfway line or something ridiculous like that. But yeah, yeah. other than that, yeah, they can't take them for granted. Yeah, They'll be looking to try to exploit our defensive our, well, I wouldn't say bone frailties, but I'll maybe I change lineup. As you said, I think the question with them is, especially as I think before the international break, they lost one of their main attackers, Diana Rose, to a ruptured Achilles. So that yeah. put, uh, so that's gonna it's gonna be difficult for them. Can they? Oh, they've got they've obviously got a few. They signed a few players. They've got Eichel and they've got a few young strikers there. But yeah, I mean their record is not great against the big teams. And and if I'm being honest, it's gonna be oh, what did Andreas go? <laughs> oh, Andreas has dropped off. He did that last time, didn't he? His internet went a bit The question for them, the question oh, is: can, back, can they can, can they make the most of? Oh, can they make? Uh, can they make? Can they? Uh, as you say, hurt us uh, in, in hurt us going forward. And I don't really see it. And uh, as as we've seen yeah, so far, they were hammered by Manchester United, lost in the Conti Cup to. Um, Spurs and a bit unlucky against Brian. I know she's called out a few of the referees' decisions, but really, mm. the reality is her team, Kelly's team, who Kelly Chambers' teams in the past haven't been so easy to play against. So uh, mm. it's going to be difficult for them. But I don't even with the even with the um, slightly weakened. Well, I was say weakened line, not far. So I think we can we we should still have too much to to uh, for them and too much to. Uh, for them in general so hopefully we can uh play play to play well and if so i think we can put possibly even three or four passes but we'll see who would you play set in the center back then well, it's difficult. yeah lottie definitely i don't know what they see the thing with taya nobody mentioned taya but she's only just come back from a acl injury so it'd be foolish she's not be ready bad. i don't think she's ready yet for this no yeah no. so I know, we've, we've had our doubts we've had our doubts about jen so yeah I mean, I'm guessing it's probably going to have to be Leo Valti or possibly Steph Catley, isn't it? Well, we'll have to see what what Jonas goes with. I mean, it is is unfortunate, isn't it? Because at this moment in time, you know, I say we're top of the league, we've been playing well and suddenly we we, we ran into Mm -hmm. these injury problems, which is unfortunate, but... um, yeah, I mean, we, we should have we should have enough to beat them. I mean, I, I mean, Matt's gone. Did you go two nil? What are you? What are yeah. you going for now, Mark? What was your score? Did you say four? Three one. Three one. I'd say three one. Three one. Okay. Andreas, what could be your score then for this game, the Reading one? This would have been mine too because I think we will concede a goal yeah, with, with this defense line, with this new defense. Uh, but we should be able to score enough to win. Yeah, I would have said three one too. Yeah, I mean. I suppose, in a way, the, the only um, kind of positive of it all is the fact that both of these injuries happened a while ago. So Jonas has had plenty of time to prepare 
the, the, the defence he wants to use for this game. And he's had plenty of time to work on stuff in training over the last week or so. And I think that that may help. Uh, and it happened at the last minute and suddenly, like it did at Birmingham when Leah Walty pulled out and it threw all our plans up in the air. And at least we've had time to plan and prepare for this game. And I actually feel that that might help us overall because yeah. it's not we've had time to kind of look at it and work it out. And I'm sure Jonas will come up with the right plan. I actually wouldn't be surprised, and this may shock everybody, I wouldn't be surprised if actually Jen Beattie plays with Lotta. Really? And I know when they played last season, there were a few issues that we weren't... Yeah, it was a bit like that, wasn't it? <laughs> um, in a couple of games. But you've got to bear in mind, Reading aren't Chelsea at Wembley, are they? Reading aren't some of those other teams that we played with those two at the back. And, oh. You know, I, I think that I wouldn't be surprised. It wouldn't be my choice necessarily, but I wouldn't be surprised if Jen Beattie played. One, for her experience. Mm. Um, and, and two, because it's her natural position. Whereas you plan someone else there, it's not their natural position, whoever it is, whether it's Leah, whether it's Steph, they don't normally play there. Whereas Jen does yeah. play in that position. Yeah. And do Reading have the pace to get in behind? As as Amar said, you know, their, their one pacey striker isn't fit. So, you know, maybe we could get away with Lotta and, and Jen Beattie in this particular game. Um, potentially, um, I, I don't know, um, but I, I'm not sure whether that's what he'll do. But I wouldn't be surprised if the team comes out and Jim Beatty's in it. I'm not going to be well, I wasn't expecting that. I wouldn't be surprised if it was, um, but we'll see, uh, we'll see what, what the team is. But I think we, you know, our firepower should be far too much for Reading, regardless definitely, of definitely. the other problems that we've got at the back. I think we should be able to score enough goals against them to win the game, hopefully, win it. Um, fairly comfortably. I'm going to go for. I, I I agree. I think Reading will score just because it is an unusual defence that we're playing, and you, you can see a mistake in us somewhere along the line with with the back four that we might have. Uh, I think Reading will score, but I think we'll be far too strong. I'm going to go. I'm going to go four-one actually because I think going Ooh. forward we've got a quality, and I do think we'll punish them. And we did score four on that ground line. Of course, Jen Beatty did score, didn't she? Reading away last season. Yes, she did. She did. Maybe throw her back into this game. She might score. Again. <laughs> That'd be good, wouldn't it? That was the last goal, actually, um, when we played them last season. So we'll see. Um, Terry says, uh, can someone let me know where we're going to slip up? I just can't see it. Well, we could potentially slip up on Sunday because we've got no defenders. Um, but Thank at this you. moment in time, you look at you know our next few games in the WSL, they look winnable, don't they? And you've got to be honest and say, the only the only three games that I'm worried about would be playing Chelsea, Man City and Manchester United. Everybody else, yeah. I think we should be able to beat even with injury problems and stuff like that, because we are a very, very good team. Um, but so there would be the potential games that we could slip up. But hopefully with the time we play those games, yeah. we've got a fully fit team and we can win them. Um, but they would be my worry at the moment. But yeah, I, I'm i not potentially, certainly in the WSL in the next few games, I'm not expecting us, even though we've got these injury problems, I'm not expecting us to drop too many points if I'm honest, looking at the games we've got coming up. It's, it's a nice run of games and potentially we could get some good results and keep ourselves at the top of the league, which uh, is, is where we want to be. But yeah, um, it's never going to be um, easy, I suppose. Terry says, have you not been drinking? <laughs> easy win. Well, I, I don't know. I, mean, I think we will win comfortably in the end, but just because of those injury problems, it makes it more difficult. Doesn't it? It's really more of a precaution, isn't it, from last season? This yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I think it's sensible yeah. to be cautious, bearing in mind what did happen at Birmingham last season. You know, we I know that was a different set of circumstances, and obviously, you know, Leah Paul Gale, yeah. this and the other, but um, but yeah, I, I think we will win this game in the end. I think it might be a little bit um nervy at times at the beginning, but I think we'll come through it and, and win reasonably comfortably in the end, just because we've got Viv and we've got Beth and we've got Steena and we've got Lena Herzig to come off the bench for 10 yeah. minutes. 
You know, we've got all these great attacking players, haven't we? Caitlin Falls, as, as as Matt mentioned, you know, she's in great form, isn't she? So they they're not going to keep they're not going to keep them all all them out, are they? Let's be honest. No. Stop our scoring two or three goals, so um, and that should be enough. But yeah, um, let's hope that it's a good way to bring the WSL back again um, for us, and we can get a win, stay top of the league, and enjoy and enjoy it uh, again as as we have been doing all all season so far. Um, now, while Reading might not necessarily be um, a team for us to worry about playing necessarily, even though we've got injury problems. Next Wednesday, we start our Champions League campaign, and that is a team that are slightly better than Reading, I think. A little bit better than Reading. Maybe. <laughs> So for the second year running, we play our first Champions League group game away at the holders, which is nice. So thank you very much for the draw. We enjoy that. <laughs> um, and actually, to be honest with you, and I've, I've read some comments on the forum, actually, that maybe, you know, the fact that we've got these injury issues, perhaps, you know, would we have been capable of going over to Leon and getting a result? Potentially, maybe. But ultimately, no one would be surprised with our strongest team if we went there and lost because they are the yeah. holders. They're a very, very good team. Yeah. We saw what they did to Barcelona in the final. Um, so maybe if we're going to play them with a slightly injured team, play them away and get it out of the way. And, you know, like we did in Barcelona last year, if it's, if it's a bad defeat, it's a bad defeat and we dust ourselves down and not worry too much about it. But having said that, um, we, as we mentioned, we've got such a good attacking, attacking players they may well have worries about playing us as well, you know, and, I, and I'm right, rightly so because we are a very good team. I mean, Andreas, what, what what do you kind of anticipate for this game in Leon? Because I think most of us deep down probably don't expect us to win, let's be honest. Yeah, we are clearly the outsiders for this uh, game and yeah. uh, maybe that's the best that can happen in this situation. Uh, if, if we have, uh, for example, we had uh, to play at home against Juve, would be totally different yeah. situation. Yeah. I would say uh, this, this is uh, very, very important. We need to, to win. The, if we lose uh, at Lyon, it, yeah, well, it happens. But everybody says Lyon will win this group. So mm. uh, if if we we can have one point there, this would be a bonus point. So mm. if we lose, yeah, then maybe we would have lost uh, with uh, Leah and Rafa too. Mm. Uh, so it's it's. A, the most difficult game in the group, but in this situation we are now, maybe it's the best that can happen. And uh, besides this, uh, Lyon also has injury problems. Uh, they have uh, good players uh, out, um, Ellie Carpenter with the ACL rupture, and now Sarah Debritz came from Paris, is uh, out. She had a surgery last week. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's not the best... Uh, position they are in too and uh, they are playing at home everybody expects them to win they, they themselves will say we need to win our home matches we need three points at home against Arsenal so um, yeah everything is possible and um, yeah, it will also depend uh, how the Reading game uh, goes on if if yeah. we have comfortable win, winning situation there, uh, then Jonas can rest uh, key players. It, this would be good because we have to travel to Lyon. They are playing at home. Yeah, but um, uh, yeah, it's no reason to say we, we, we are without without a chance there. Mm. Maybe we can take uh, one point there. This would be fantastic. And yeah, it will depend on our defense. And I hope that, that Jonas will, will try to play the defense uh, yeah. Reading the same uh, as he 
he has in mind for Lyon and not not make too many changes or experiments, especially in the defense. Yeah, and as you said, we have a lot of firepower in the attacking line. Everything is possible for us there. And uh, I, I don't think that we we are so chanceless like we were last season against Barca. No, I don't think it's going to be like that necessarily. I mean, uh, we've got a comment in the chat there from Rizizi says there, Leon also have a lot of injuries, about four or five, but they're starting 11 in the final are out with injuries. So, yeah, I mean, that's obviously going to affect them as well, isn't it? So, um, yeah, it's... <laughs> It is a difficult game. We know Leon are a very, very good side. We know that. We know what great players they've got. And, of course, they've got one in particular that we know very well, um, of course, um, who played for us for quite a number of years. Amanda Donk, of course, hopefully um, she'll be able to, to make an appearance as well because we still do love Danielle Van der Donk. Unfortunately, she's uh, now playing for, for Leon. But, yeah, um, yeah, obviously, it's going to be tough. I mean, I mean, Matt, what are you kind of anticipating for this game? Because... For me, it's, you know, if, if we did lose, um, similar to how we lost to Barcelona, no one would be surprised. But who knows, if we put in a really good performance and who knows, get a positive result, then that's going to be a massive big statement, isn't it? And also confidence-wise going forward, especially with the injuries that we've got. And maybe that's the key difference, is that both sides have got key injuries to players in all sorts mm -hmm. of positions. Um, Ada Hederberg is, is out injured and... Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, as well, yeah. we know how long strong Leon are. They practically swept Leon aside with uh, how they play. I think I don't know if Wendy Renard's injured or not, but if she's playing, she's going to be the key one because of how tall she is. She's going to be the one to watch. And had we had Hafaeli, I think she would have been the one to mark her. But I look at our, I know, considering that I am five foot five anyway, uh, I'm the shortest in the panel, by the way, if anyone wanted to know. <laughs> um, but um, I, I, I don't. I don't see how you have someone like I think Lottie's five foot eight. Um, mm. Leah's about saying Leah's a bit taller than Lottie as well, so she must be about five foot nine. And then I think Jen's are at a similar sort of height as well. So there's no one really that you can mark unless you ask Manu to sort of mark her, but. <laughs> You don't want your goalkeeper marking a, a, a someone. Yeah. So I think that's going to be the key one. Um, yeah. Also, we've talked about, uh, yeah, well, uh, Andreas has mentioned uh, the Brits, but she's injured. They've got uh, Henri in midfield. We've got everyone's favourite uh, Dutch midfield maestro, hard tackling hitter, Dan <laughs> and the Donk. Yeah. Uh, it was amazing seeing her at the Heroes. Just it was, yeah. With, it was. Um, no fear, just you miss it. Um, Henri and Le Sommer up top. It, it's it's difficult. It's it's a really difficult. How can you say who is it going to go? I've originally put down that it was going to be a one all draw, but I think it, it it's difficult because do the injuries play a part? But at the same time, is it going to be similar to what I've said earlier about Ar Arsenal's attack? Is it going to be who's who's got the better attack that wins the day possibly because possibly it could be yeah it's it's difficult um i think i'm going to change my prediction i'll go for 2-1 leon Ooh. well we don't mind that man anyway we don't mind you going against that <laughs> tends to work yeah, quite um, well definitely so that's fine bit, i don't think it's just one of those games that is so difficult because there's again 
so many ifs and buts, but if yeah. we can get something from it, it's a bonus at the end of it. I've se- honestly, I've seen things from people saying, oh, Jonas should forget about the Champions League and focus on the WSL now. No, we need <laughs> to be pushing ourselves against the best teams in the world. Yeah. And this is, you know, this is an opportunity, isn't it? That they're the holders, and it's a good opportunity for us to show how much we've learned from last season when you know we came up short in those games, didn't we? Against yeah. Barcelona, against Wolfsburg, and against Chelsea often as well. So, yeah, it is a big opportunity for us, and it's a shame that we haven't got a fully fit team to play it because that would have been interesting, wouldn't it? But it is what it is. We, we're gonna have to go out there with a team that we've got, and yeah, I agree. Our attack is certainly good enough to cause anybody problems without without a question, of course, it is. Um, but so is theirs, and that's the other issue that we've got with our defensive problems that we might have. Um, and yeah, it's going to be interesting. I mean, Wendy Raynard, I mean, what an amazing player she is. I mean, I saw her live in the Euros, and we saw France against Holland in the quarter final, and that's the first time I've seen her play live. And she is an amazing football player, honestly. She is brilliant. Yeah. That was an absolute um, pleasure to actually watch her play live, and she is great. And obviously, if she's fit, if she plays, on Wednesday, she's going to be she's dangerous in both boxes, isn't she? She gets everything into the box. She clears at the other end from corners and set pieces. She gets on the end of everything. So, yeah, she's going to be the danger probably as well. But, but yeah, she is a, she is an amazing player, and it, it, it was great to see her play. But we're going to have to find some way of dealing with her, aren't we? At both ends of the pitch, that's what we're going to have to try and do. Yeah. Amongst all the other great players that they've got as well, so it is definitely going to be very very tough. Um, but a good opportunity for us. And I agree with Andreas that the two games that we have to get results from in this game are the two games against Juventus, home and away. You know, yeah. we, need, we need to win at least one of those games if we're going to go through. Um, hopefully the one at home is the big opportunity to win, but we need to win one of those games. And with the fact that we've had a break um, coming into one WSL game and then playing this game, I'm glad we're not playing Juventus in this first game because it would be a potential game that we might end up dropping points now when we may not have done in a few weeks time we've got a bit more rhythm back in our play so yeah I, I agree it's not the, it's actually probably the best game to have first because it's a as, as, as we've said it's a bonus isn't it if we get any result on Wednesday it's a bonus and that's going to be yeah. great if we can do it I mean Amar what are you what are you expecting do you think we, we do you think we can get a result with obviously the, the team we're likely to be at the field against the, obviously they've got their injuries as well do you think yeah. we can get a result on a night? And if, if so, that's going to put us in such a good um, situation in the group, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, if, I mean, if we can go there, get a result, we're fantastic for the team morale and confidence going forward. But you know what they're like. I know they have conceded a few goals so far in the domestic league so far, but they've still won four and they're averaging three goals a game. So yeah, that was yeah. ominous already. I know we scored eight, but... In there, yeah. I mean, they just have that know-how and they're the eight times champions and... and uh, yeah, it's just, uh, I mean, it will be very difficult, but hopefully we can maybe set up just to, to be, maybe just contain them a little bit initially and then maybe look to try and, well, I don't know, if, not by hitting them on the counter as such, but maybe look to try and just uh, play our style of football and impose it on them after a little while. But yeah, I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be really difficult. If we go there and get anything with a bonus, but hopefully we don't show them, show them too much respect. Then who knows? Yeah, we'll hope we'll, uh, we can get a result. But it's not just it's not just DVD they've got. It's not just like Hegerberg. They've still got they've got Delphine Cascarino. We know is a very good winger. He's proven it for France in the past. Mallard is another good player. I was looking at as well. So yeah, I mean, and Macari, we've got good you know, players. Emma, we've got good players as well. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not big enough with the big players. They, their squad depth is amazing. But as I said, um, 
we do, if we don't show them too much respect and play our style of football and, and maybe just go not not try to play them in their own game, but just maybe just try to play the way Jonas likes to play with a bit of defensiveness in mind, we can go there and get a result. But it'll be difficult and we'll see what happens. But I mean, I don't know what I'll predict, but <laughs> let's see. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it is going to be, we, but it's kind of, I mean, I, I agree with what Andrea said as well that, you know, it's going to be a totally different game to the Barcelona game because Leon play a different yeah. style, don't they? And the Barcelona style is very difficult, you know, the, the constant pressure and the, the way they pass the ball, Leon play a different way. And maybe we may be more able to deal with Leon's um, threat than we were able to deal with Barcelona's last year. So I, I, it's going to be a different game. Um, but ultimately, Leon are a great side, and it's going to be very, very tough. So, um, Andreas, what will be your score prediction? I know Matt's gone for a two-one defeat. Now, what are you thinking? Yeah, the, the problem is that uh, Leon has a lot of players with with pace, and I wouldn't feel comfortable to see Jen in this game. Yeah, but it's possible to score against uh, a defense organized by Wendy Renard. Alex Pop has proven this uh, in the Euros and. And in the friendly against uh, France, she she uh, scored with a header. Yeah, uh, yeah. A defense organized by Wendy Renard. So everything is possible. And um, I saw Lyon last season uh, in the group stage in Munich. And Bayern Munich won at home 1-0. So, uh, mm. yeah, it was maybe it was the best game Bayern uh, made in the last season. It was totally physical and intense from the first minute on and uh, that's that, that's the key for for this match too uh, you have you have to be in the match from the from the start from from the first whistle yeah, you must yeah. be present and not not like we played last year in Barcelona when when we needed 20 minutes uh, to come into the, the game yeah. to realize how good the opponent is uh, you must be present and and uh, hold yeah. against them uh, in, in the physicality uh, so then maybe uh, it's possible to get a result. Uh, I think normally at home and with the pace from their players, uh, I would say Lyon will win 2-1. But uh, as I often said, uh, we, we want to be optimistic in this show. And so I say uh, we, we will score. And uh, so maybe it's a 1-1 and we'll get this bonus point. At least I hope this. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it would be a bonus point as well, especially in the current circumstances that we find ourselves in. I, I would t I would take a draw all day long and I'll be over the moon with a draw, I've got to be honest. Um, and yeah, I mean, on our day, we're capable of getting a result against anybody, I think, with the players that we've got. Certainly our, our attack is good enough to cause problems to anybody. Um, and yeah, Leon do concede goals. They have conceded goals this season, as we said. And um, yeah, I don't know... <sighs> I'd like to think we can get a result and I'd like to think we can win. I'm not really confident that we will, though. And I think I don't want to predict us to lose because I just don't like to do it. So I'll, I'll predict a draw. I'm going to go 2 2. I think we can, Ooh. I think we'll score two against them. And they'll obviously probably score two against us just because um, our defense isn't going to be as good as it can normally be. So having said that, I mean, you know, with our, with our first choice defense, Ajax still scored two against us, didn't they? So, you know. Yeah. Why can't the makeshift defence do as well as them? That's what I say. Um, so, so yeah, I'll go for two-two, but I wouldn't be surprised if we if we do lose actually. And we, we you know, we will take that because this is the, these are the two. It's not going to be the two games against Leon that decide whether we go through or not. Is it? Let's be honest, it's going to be the other games that we've got coming up afterwards. So, 
Um, hopefully by then we'll be in a slightly stronger position in terms of um, squad and stuff like that. Terry says there, Matt, have you sold all your clothes? Just notice your wardrobe. <laughs> yeah, has actually, hasn't it? Or have you just changed your angle slightly in the room that you're in? Well, no. So this is a new webcam. So oh. if I change my camera now, um, although it would go to black, so hold on. There we go. Oh, oh here we go. Working. You see, look, it is still there, Terry. Look, still there. <laughs> he hasn't sold all his clothes, don't worry. He's still in black. Yeah. I think this just for everything that we do, like podcasting wise, thought it'd be quite nice to just I didn't spend that much on the camera, but it was just something that, that helped a lot because you don't want to see fuzzy faces every five minutes. So, mm. so. No, it's, it's, it is a nicer angle actually that way as well, isn't it? Because, you know, before, yeah. I mean, you know, sometimes you get a lot in the background and you, you, you want to see you because you're the one who's talking. So it's nice that you're a bit closer in and we can see you a bit better. So you nice. don't like my posters, do you, Terry? <laughs> <laughs> We love your posters. I think they're great. Um, if you, I think it was a wardrobe that Terry was worried about. Anyway, he was oh, yeah, because he thought that was a rifle. Up there, anyway, wasn't it? anyway, I don't think I gave my score prediction, but initially I was going to go. Sorry, sorry to let you down, but I was going to go three-one Leon. But I don't know. We'll see. You're not allowed. Only Matt can predict a defeat. For us. <laughs> the only one that's allowed. You've got to predict a better result than that. All you? right, I'll go draw then. Can but just don't be surprised. Of the injury issues. The, the, it's so unpredictable that we could, yeah. we could be turning around going next this time next week that will go wow we just beat the european champions possibly well, wouldn't that be something Imagine, be, I, don't, I don't think we would have been saying that last year against barcelona no no we wouldn't i mean in fact we didn't did we because i think we all predicted yeah. that well we all anticipated that we'd lose that game against barcelona we did um and yeah, it is going to be a completely different game this time. And yeah, Leon have got their own problems, injuries. Let 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 them worry about their injuries, and we'll concentrate on our game. And you know, we've got, as we said, we've got enough great players um, to uh, cause them to cause them problems. And we we can we can potentially get a result. And let's hope that we do. And it'd be a great way to start the Champions yeah. League, wouldn't it? If we come away from that game without without losing, that would be a brilliant result for us and something that we can really build on. Not only in the in the Champions League, but also in all the WSL games or whatever we've got coming up because it's going to be a massive confidence boost, isn't it? If you can get a result away at the European Champions, that will be an amazing uh, an amazing result. And so I say it really build on. Um, Terry says there, I wondered where your machine gun has got. <laughs> he says he loves the picks. Well, yeah, of course, the picks are great. We, we, we do love yeah. the picks. Yeah. Um, yeah, do need a filler, though, just about Thomas Rosicki, though. Yeah. yeah, maybe a little a little scarf or something. That little gap would be good, wouldn't it? Maybe. Yeah. Oh, so. Maybe Terry's got some suggestions. <laughs> In well, yeah, let, let Terry decide. As soon as he's um he's the one who's yeah, designing yeah. your room for you, so maybe let him decide what he, what he thinks is the best option for that little space. I think a scarf could look pretty cool. That little scarf would be good. Um, but yeah, perhaps. Um, so yes, yeah, so obviously, let's see what happens on Wednesday. But obviously, we got the, the Sunday. Sunday's going first to get out of the way, which is um, more important because it comes first and it's in the league and we want to win the league this year, don't we? So uh, let's make sure we win that. Amar, have you got a question for us? Because this is the this is the key. Have you got one? Yeah, I do. Do you want to do the oh, intro? Or? We'll do the intro and then you can come in with your fantastic question because I'm looking All forward right. to it. All right. <laughs>
Yeah, so it took me some time to come up with this one, but yeah. I, oh, okay. Hang on, let me get my pen in case I need a yeah, pen. So, 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 so since the inception of the Women's Super League in 2011, how many teams other than Arsenal have taken part? Oh, that's a good question, isn't it? It's too long ago. Since 2011, how many teams have taken part in the, the in the Women's Super League in total? And this includes teams that no longer exist or currently have rebranded. Or well, rebranded, that's an interesting one, isn't it? Um, you can take it in turns to name them if you want, like we did when we did the one about the national. Hey, should we do it? Yeah, should we go around? We'll, we'll name one each and we can go around them all. We, we, I'll tell you, you whether it's right or wrong. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, obviously, we won't, we won't include Arsenal because we know Arsenal. Yeah, so I, said, so I said other than Arsenal, how many teams have taken part in the Women's Super League since 2011? Right, okay, right. So, who's going to go first? Start with you, Richard. Okay, I'll go, I'll go Manchester United. Correct, yes. Chelsea. Chelsea, yeah. <laughs> Reading. Reading, yeah. Uh, I'll go Manchester City. Man City, yeah. Four. West Ham. West Ham. Tottenham. Spurs, yeah. Uh, I'm going to go Liverpool. Liverpool, yes. Villa. That's the Villa, yeah, eight. Everton. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Everton, nine. Hoping they do us a favour and get something against Chelsea on Sunday. That was why I didn't say Everton, because I knew Matt would say Everton. So <laughs> I, I didn't remember Everton. Nine. Um, I'm going to go Bristol City. Bristol City, yeah. Everton. Uh, and Matt already said Everton. Oh, yes. oh okay. Reading? Oh, he's already said Reading as well. Oh, Birmingham. Birmingham, yeah. Birmingham City. Yeovil. Yes, yeah. now since rebranded as Bridgewater United, yeah. 12. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, it was a good one. Um, okay, so I will go for um, um, Brighton. Brighton, oh yes, Brighton, yeah. 13. Go on, Andres. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just thinking. Oh, yeah, and no, I know that I, 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 yeah, yeah, no, I thought I'd forgotten one for a second, but I'm going no, I've, I've got, got two. two. Do you want me to go? Okay, if you want, say one then. Say one. London Bees. No, London Bees have never taken part in the WSL. Oh. I tell you, what I was thinking then, and I've got a feeling that might not be right now. I, I was thinking um, Millwall Lionesses. No, Millwall Lionesses is wrong. Didn't, they, they didn't. Uh, nope. I wasn't sure about them. Notts County. Notts County, correct. County, that's a great guess. Notts County since dissolved, of course. Yeah. See, it's hard now because you got you go through the pyramid. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've got we've got all the current ones, so it's it becomes more tricky when you've got to think back to a few years ago now. Well, that's four, that's fourteen, but that's still pretty good. Sorry, did we mention Leicester? Oh, Leicester! Oh, yes, Leicester. Leicester. Oh, that's Leicester, of course. Yes, Leicester's a good one. Yeah, yeah. How do we forget that? 
How many is there? Um, so you name 15, and I'll let you know there's two more. Two more. Two more. Is there only two more? Only two more. Oh, oh my god. Well, okay. Um, um was Leeds in the in the um, no Leeds is not right. I'm sorry, Andrew. Leeds would have been before the WSL. Coventry, didn't it was it Coventry not Coventry United United? They didn't they have a team in there? Coventry United? No. No, I don't think you've got 15, which is pretty impressive, I must say. Yeah, so can you give us like a demographic? I'm trying to think of the teams that we've played over the years. I'm trying to think of a team that we've played that we haven't mentioned. Hmm, I think give us one demographic too far from where you are, Richard Sunderland. Sunderland. Oh, Sunderland. I didn't yeah. miss that one. Sunderland, oh, yes. Sunderland. Sunderland should have been obvious because that's where Jordan Nobbs and um, Macy uh, Bronze and Demi Stokes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, Sixteen. Oh, yeah, Just one more. You want to clear on Utah, but think about it longer. Now you want to kind of think about lionesses and things like that. Where are they coming from? Yeah, yeah. In fact, I'm not going to give you any clues on this. I'm just trying to think of teams that we've played against that I've seen us play against, and I'm trying to think of one that we haven't said. Yeah, you said all of them. Bar one more now. Is it a team that's still in existence, or is it a team that's defunct? Oh no, no, it's still in existence, very oh, much. Are they below the championship? Yes. Right. Okay. Oh, um, okay. That helps a little bit. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I'm gonna go have a wild guess in the dark. I don't think they have Watford. No, Watford is wrong. Probably Watford has no. The last clue I'll give you is it's it's south of Sunderland. That's all I'm saying. Well, that'll be every single team that's south of Sunderland. <laughs> the most northern team is one, which is south of Sunderland. But yeah, they're, they're all I know. But yeah, well, there's one more which is south of Sunderland, south south west of Sunderland, roughly. If you get this, I'll be very it's impressed. Me. But yeah, it's, it's like, a tricky one. Um, I'll give you a few more. Seconds to think about if you if you if you confirm then I'll I'll reveal. So it's more towards me. This is tough now. Trying to east. think of things more oh, close. East of you, Matt. Yeah, east of you. East. East, east of me. Blackburn Rovers. Ooh. No, they're in Championship. Not far away, but not but wrong. Well, it's not Burnley. Um. So it must be. It must be a Lancashire team. Can't be Blackpool. No, I can't think of any Lancashire teams that have been. That you're really. you're kicking yourself right now, Armo, because I'm in the right area, aren't I? Yeah, not too far. Not too far. Yeah, in the right area. Yeah. Just trying to 
It is a Doncaster Bells. Oh, it's Doncaster Bells. Yes, it is. Doncaster Bells. Yes. Yeah, Doncaster Rovers Bells. That was the other team. Yeah. So that's it. Yeah. 18 teams in total have taken part in the history of the WSL. Wow. Brilliant. Yep, Donny Bells, who were controversially removed and then replaced by Man City all those years ago. Who? Controversially <laughs> removed and then oh, made yeah. way to Man City. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, wow. eighteen, 18, 18 that's, teams. That's that's a good. That was a good question actually, because some of them, like I mean, Yeovil was a great one that um, that Matt got, wasn't it? Yeovil was a brilliant one. Yeah, the now known as Bridgewater United. Yeah, well, I'm sure that London Bees were well there. But I don't know. Uh, if London Beach Championship, well. yeah. Sheffield United, they've all been championship. London City yeah. Lioness. It's not what called Millwall Lioness. I think it's called when London was City Lioness. WSL. Sorry? When was Doncaster in the WSL? Uh, until about 2014. Oh, okay. Because yeah. that's when they had uh, Millie Bright, wasn't it? She was I think so. I think so. Yeah, they, they had financial issues and then they were controversially sent down and. And then yeah. Man City came in, so yeah, there you go. 18 teams, many more to come. <laughs> well, possibly. I mean, it'd be nice to it'd be nice to see a few newer teams coming in again. I mean, obviously Liverpool got promoted last year, but they've been in it quite a long time before, won yeah. the titles and stuff like that. It'd be nice for other teams to come. I know Leicester came in the year before, that's good to get them in. And it'd be nice to get a few more kind of teams that's never played before the WSL, wouldn't it? Get some of them coming up. Maybe they need to start promoting two teams, don't they? That's what they need to do. <laughs> I think that's this is one of the things, isn't it? Is that the pyramid itself actually is 108 teams. One of them's got 13 teams in that in one league. So it would it would be quite nice to maybe have instead of a playoff, a, maybe a playoff relegation playoff sort of thing where second mm. versus the second, second from top, second versus the bottom. Mm. And the yeah. yeah. So you'd have, oh, I think it was Leicester playing. Uh, I think it was Bristol City. Bristol City, yeah. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that would be good. I, I think that having just one promoted and one relegated, it makes it a little bit of a closed shop almost, doesn't mm. it? And I, and I think they need to, now they need to open it up a bit more, give more opportunities to more clubs to get into the WSL, especially now when you've got the Sky TV deal, there's a lot more money involved in the WSL and you don't want the gap to widen too much, do we? Because we've seen what effect that's had in, in, in the men's game. We want to try and... Mm reduce that the way to do that is to allow more teams to be promoted into the into the wsl and Andreas, how does it work in the um um Bundesliga? is it relegation no uh, it's, or... it's also, uh, only 12 teams in the bundesliga and uh, two are relegated and the first two from the second league go up but uh, the problem is that in the, the second bundesliga uh the second teams of the of Wolfsburg, Bayern, Frankfurt are playing, and if they are on the no. first two places, then the next, the next, the third or the fourth uh, uh, is allowed to to uh, go up. So this is also not a good solution because uh, last season the third and the fourth team from the second league uh, went up, and they were chanceless in the Bundesliga. So, right. Yeah, that's the danger, isn't it? I mean. Uh, it maybe it's maybe they need to look at not putting a reserve teams and those big size in that division maybe uh, because it like you said they're probably going to be in the top two or three anyway aren't they because they're going to have the best players so yeah maybe that's what they need to do there perhaps look at that a little bit but yeah we definitely need at least two promoted don't we in our in our league I think that's got to be 
what they need to do and why they haven't done it so far, I'm not really sure. Um, because we've seen, haven't we? I mean, I know Leicester came up and they struggled a little bit, but Villa came up, they've done okay, they've survived in the in the division, haven't they? Reading, Brighton, teams like that have come in and, and survived. Um, yeah. You know, Liverpool are a big name in the game, they've won league titles, so you'd imagine they can survive. That'd be nice to get some other teams in, wouldn't it? Get Sunderland back up there again and, you know, Bristol City, teams like that. You know, just, just keep keep it flowing a little bit better and more teams up and down. And I just think it'll be better for the game in general. If, if we're going to look at, you know, we want to improve the standards, don't we? We want to um, make everybody more more interested in the game. And the way to do that is to keep the games more interesting. Ultimately, we've had it where the team that's finished bottom have been rooted at the bottom and they, it's, the relegation's over halfway through the season because they're, they're so far behind. You know what I mean? And it's like it makes the season a bit less interesting, doesn't it, for everybody else? So, yeah, they need to do something about that. And, yeah, hopefully in the next few years, that number of 18 teams will, will double and there'll be another, another load of 18 teams that'll come up and down and go through the league and it'll make it better, won't it? Now, as long as we're still in there at the top, I don't mind what happens below. <laughs> you know, hopefully we won't yeah. be in that situation where we have to worry about relegation and stuff like that. But um, it would be nice if um, if they do relegate and promote more teams. That's what they need to do. Mm-hmm. Is, or, I don't know, maybe restructure the league, have maybe more teams in the WSL, maybe make it a bigger division, maybe. Um, but we were saying before about a number of games, it, that would make it even harder, wouldn't it? Because there'd be more games. So it's, I don't know, it's difficult, isn't it? But they need to do something because it's, I don't think it's right that only one team comes up in, into the WSL every year. It's not enough. And they need to look at that. Um, but yeah, yeah. That's, something, that's something they need to look at for the future of the game. Um, Terry has put a comment there. He says, Is Matt going to sing us out tonight? <laughs> <laughs> We've never done that. Before. Have you got one? Have you got no, one? Really? no. Um, <laughs> no this is the yeah. problem is that when I was doing the songbook, it's now so I, I, I sorted out a songbook. It's now gone to the Arsenal Supporters Club, and it's all going to be printed out for the supporters. Um, yeah. Only a few of my songs made it in in the end, um, but we're, I'm, we're hoping to create a little bit more atmosphere and. Things like that. So hopefully, fingers crossed, it all works out. Um, yeah, it's just a shame, really, because some of those songs I, I look the half hour Souza one that I quite I, I did was actually quite nice. It was just a shame that um, someone else went and uh, did it to the tune of uh, my uh, my. Uh, what did Tony Adams do the other night? My uh, my dad's a dustbinman. Well, I hate them too. I was just like, that, uh, uh, yeah, okay, it makes sense. But at the same time, I don't want to be singing about Tottenham all the time. You, you, <laughs> hear, it, you yeah. hear it a lot with the Arsenal men. Uh, men you get, go to our, uh, if you've got a song, yeah, you do. Friends yeah. Went to the um, Europa League game a couple of uh, last week. And that's all they were singing is uh, Tottenham get bad. I was just like, just get over it. Yeah, exactly. It's like when we play Tottenham. It's like when we're playing Tottenham. When we're not playing Tottenham, it's like, let's not think about them. They're irrelevant to us. Let's concentrate on our team and our players. Yeah, you're right. I agree. I had two for Hafi Yellow, right? Oh, Hafi Yellow, Sousa. Oh, Hafi Yellow, Sousa. Or it was, oh, there's a Brazilian. I know. She's the one you're afraid of. Oh. Look into her eyes. Hafaella Sousa. Hafaella Sousa. 
Let's hope that you sing. It. Let's hope you singing them songs are going to help help her heal a bit quicker. That's what we want. <laughs> a little bit quicker. If they, if we can get if you can get a fit for Wednesday, that would be great. But I think that's going to happen. Is it? I'll be um, but no, I mean it is. It is. Yeah, we, we've we've got some great players, and they need to have more songs. And we need. To, you're right. And it does need to be slightly yeah. more of a, a better doing the game and stuff like that. And if you know, you can obviously generate that, and that would be really good. Because that's one thing that, you know, I, I mean, I think we, we all love going to the games and stuff like that. And, and But sometimes they could do a bit more atmosphere, couldn't they, really, I suppose, and a bit more chance for the players in particular, because I think they deserve it as well. So, um, But no, I've seen that on the forum, actually. That's pretty good, the supporting club getting some songs to sing, which is nice. Hopefully we might hear a few more of them as the season goes along at the games. That would be nice, won't it? Um, but we shall see um, what happens. And of course, um, there has been already over 20,000 tickets sold for the Manchester United game already. Yeah. Um, likely that there's going to be a lot more as well before, and I mean, that's obviously a month or so away, isn't it? I know you're going down to that, Andreas, aren't you? Which is going to be really good. Yeah, I'm, I'm going there, and uh, of course, I'm a season ticket holder, but uh, I already booked my flight for the United uh, game. Uh, yeah, it would be great to have a big audience again. Maybe yeah. it would be 30,000. It's already yeah. six weeks to go, 20,000 sold. So, yeah. Let's hope for a big audience. And uh, as Beth Mead said, uh, uh, we want to have this as the new normal. Uh, exactly. Yeah, they yeah. have big attendance. And, uh, yeah, they deserve it. Oh, they 100 do deserve it, yeah. There's no doubt. And, you know, I won't be surprised, actually, if, if that went to around 40,000 for that Manchester United game. I won't be surprised if, if it did. You know, it's 20 already. Like you said, there's still a few weeks to go. And I think, you know, the Tottenham game sold a lot in the last week or so, didn't it? Just beforehand. And it, that's maybe what happened again with, with this one. Are you going to that one, Matt, Manchester United? Yes. Uh, Melissa got managed to get me tickets for that. So um, um, there's a few of us going as well. So hopefully we'll get to see you there again, Andreas. Yeah. That'll Definitely. be great. That would be great. And I suppose you're going, are you, Amar, to the Man United one? No, what day is that again? Is that a Saturday the 20th or something? 21st, is it? Yes. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I haven't bought my ticket. They give me a discount code before the games against United and Chelsea. I haven't used that yet, so I'll have to do a bit closer to the time. But yeah, hopefully I'll be able to get down for that one. But yeah, we'll see. Hopefully. Because they, they, the, they moved the kickoff on that, didn't they? For two oh, years. it's 5 on a Saturday. Yeah, it's a weird time now. Uh, it's 5.30, yeah. If it had been on the Sunday, I'd have been able to go. But because it's on the Saturday now, I can't. So, which is a bit annoying. But anyway. Uh, oh, Saturday the 19th, sorry. Saturday the 19th, I think it is. Oh, the 19th, yeah, that's right. It's Saturday. Yeah, it was meant to be yeah. Sunday the 20th, wasn't it, initially? Because I was looking at coming to that way if it was on the Sunday. But on the Saturday, I can't make it. So, um, which is a bit yeah. frustrating. Anyway. Um, not to worry. I'll hopefully, depending on what day they pick the Chelsea game for, I'll definitely try and come down for the Chelsea one at the Emirates. That's going to be great. Um, but we'll have to see. But yes, it is a bit annoying that they, they release the tickets and then the next day they change the, they, they announce, they, why don't they just wait and don't put the tickets on sale until they knew yeah. what had been confirmed? Right. Because, you know, I mean, people like Andreas, he's got a fly and stuff like that. He, uh, you know, you can't just arrange it at the last minute. These things got to be put in place. They need to give us plenty of time. And hopefully when when it comes to the Chelsea game, they'll get that sorted out nice and early, have the date confirmed, the time confirmed, and then everyone can make plans to, to get there. You know, and you can change things around if, if you need to, um, which unfortunately for the Man United game, um, I, I wasn't able to do. And unfortunately, they've moved it now. So I've put a stop to the plans that I was putting in place to try and get down for it. Uh, but anyway... Um, hopefully, I'll say I'll be down for the Chelsea one. Hopefully, for the, uh, the Emirates and 
one or two more at Meadow Park as well, no doubt, as the yeah. season goes along, which is going to be great. Um, but yeah, so I mean, we're all looking forward to Sunday, aren't we? To get the WSL back. We've missed it the last yeah. uh, last couple of weeks. So it'd be nice to. It seems strange actually. The last WSL game we played was that game we was all that together and we all met yeah. up. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and that seems like it was like about a year only, like two weeks ago. I lost our last yeah, WSL right. game. It seemed a long time ago. But anyway, we are we are back in action on Sunday. Are you going to that one, Matt, to Reading or not? Because I know it's a bit of a difficult journey. Yeah, um, works out as getting there, it takes four hours, but getting back, it would take too long. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I don't suppose it's the easiest place to get to from Liverpool, is it? No, it's, well, it's not a direct train, is it? You'd have to change, wouldn't you, somewhere? Yeah, it's, it's multiple changes. You'd have to either go into London and back out, or you would go... Um, I think it would be Birmingham and then sort of down to uh, right and have to go that sort of way. Yeah, it's tricky. Yeah. Yeah, it is a, a tricky. It's a it's in a it's in a funny location actually, really, isn't it really? It's not easy to get to either way, whether yeah. you're driving or whether you're going on the train, it is a bit of a funny one. I mean looking at those teams actually that you mentioned there, Amar, that's been in the WSL, the one yeah. thing I've noticed is most of them are sort of more southern based in the country, aren't they? The majority yeah. of them are based more more southern. Yeah, you've got obviously you've got Liverpool, Everton, Man United, Man City in the sort of northwest. Yeah. Um, but other than that, you know, a lot of them are more more down south, aren't they? Really, West Ham, Tottenham, Reading, you know, yeah, even Villa, right. sort of southish, right. isn't it? You know, Bristol City, Birmingham, yeah, obviously Arsenal, right. Yeovil, all them teams are quite sort of yeah, southern. Right. It's only really Sunderland and Doncaster that are even anywhere near me. Um, yeah. But anyway. It's what we need is that's why you expand it a little bit get a few more northern teams in and i can go to my um but anyway we'll see what happens i'm actually going to see uh, on a slightly different note i'm going to see the newcastle women they're playing oh, at st james's park um in oh, november really? and they're playing against bradford in it's, it's like the third tier of women's football they're actually doing pretty well newcastle a bit of investment in the in the women's team because of the money they've got and uh, i think they're second in the league um, and last time they played, they had one game earlier this season at James's Park. It was 22,000 for a third tier yeah. and a women's game, which is a brilliant crowd. And I think for this one, uh, I think it could be even even bigger. So that's going to be good. We've got tickets. There's only £3 of tickets as well. So brilliant wow. stuff. Um, so we're going to that one because it's obviously local for us. So we're going to go over to that one in November. So that'll be good to see a bit of third tier and women's football as well, local, local team. Um, and let's hope it's a good game. They won... Uh, Newcastle won nine one the other week against Lincoln, so they have got goals yeah. in there, so that could be quite exciting. So we'll see. Yeah. But yeah, we're going to St James's Park in November um, for for that game. It's the week we haven't got a game. I think it's the twenty seventh of November, so the week after the Man United game. Yeah. Um, that week, so we're going to that. That's going to be good. So let's hope I mean, it might be a few years time. Newcastle might be in the WSL. If they've got <laughs> enough, to get it, you know, they've got the money now. They said they're going to invest in it. Uh, I think they get getting new facilities and stuff for the women's team. So let's see what happens. They might be one to watch out for. We, we could be playing them in the WSL in not, not too distant future, maybe. But yeah, they also, also smashed the record in May, I think, didn't they? Well, for the first time, I remember this was on the radio. They were thinking they were playing Annick Town or somebody like that in the local game, in fourth-year game. So, yeah. yeah. Just right, the FA Cup is... Um, is yeah. it the third, third round is coming on. So, I think... Yeah. That's another option there for though, if everyone that doesn't know. There are local teams that are still in the FA Cup. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the FA Cup's going to be uh, coming around uh, before we know it as well, isn't it? <laughs> With everything else that's going on, the FA Cup is going to be another another, we, another game to throw into the... To the yeah, we don't have to worry about the Conti Cup until January again, which is good. But, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, hopefully we'll do a bit better at this time because last year we didn't do so well, did we? Got us at first, first at the first hurdle for us, really. But uh, hopefully this year we might do a little bit better. But um, I think really ultimately we want to we want to be winning the WSL this season, don't we? And we want to be um, competing a little bit further in the Champions League as well because that's what it's about, isn't it? You know, we we, we want to compete at a very top level, and that's what it is. So let's hope that we can do it. And the signs so far have been good. Uh, you know, we've had a good start. Let's hope that we can continue on Sunday with another good yes. win, and then um, we'll see what Leon. Uh, brings us just before we go. So I do want to wish all the best to Emma Hayes. I know we we don't yeah. like her particularly when it comes to the football side yeah. of things, but we want to wish her well. We did an operation and stuff like that. Absolutely, um, she'll be back. Uh, she'll be back, obviously, with a team uh, very very soon. Um, and yeah, so despite the rival, we put rivalries aside, and you know, we'll yes. say soon yeah. Emma Hayes, and, you know, hopefully you'll be well. Absolutely, um, back very soon. So, um, but yeah, so that is another exciting. Episode episode of the Arsenal Women's Weekly, which has been great. Um, I'd say lots of uh, exciting football to come over the next few weeks. With the women now, we're kicking back in. Uh, we've got two games a week coming up over the next couple of weeks as well. It's going to be busy, busy time, but it's going to be exciting. It's going to be great. Mm. We will obviously be back next Friday where we'll look back on the Reading game. We'll look back on the Leon game and we'll look ahead to... Um, who is it we play next weekend? Liverpool. Um, Liverpool. Liverpool. Liverpool, isn't it? Of course it is. Oh, Matt's game. Uh, the Matt Derby, Liverpool against, <laughs> Matt Derby. <laughs> Liverpool against Arsenal. Well, first of all, we've got the Daniel van der Dong Derby. We've so got the Joe Derby. We've got the Joe yeah. Derby as well. Yeah, we've got, yeah. Yeah, we've got uh, yes. And then we've got the the, the, uh, the Joe Derby. The Joe well, Derby, and then they've got the Swiss, the Swiss players going back to Zurich as well. So that'll be good. Yeah, yeah, lots of derbies going on, which is good. So, so, I, just yeah, quick, uh, sorry, I just had a quick question for Andreas. You're going to both the uh, games against Rosengard and Cologne? Yes. I am. Yeah. Oh, enjoy. That'll be good. Yeah, the strange kickoff time at one minute past, which I found out was due to a, a climate change <laughs> thing. So there you go. What was it down to? The climate change. Something to do with climate change. Mm -hmm. So kicking off, kicking off a minute late is going to save the planet, is it? How does that work? <laughs> Make everybody aware of the, the problems with the climate change. Then, therefore, it's one minute later the kickoff. Yeah. Okay. Week on Sunday, and I have to watch uh, the Arsenal match uh, on on the train home. And on Wednesday, I'm back in Munich for the Champions League against Rosengart. And uh, yeah, they have the early kickoff, and I think uh, Arsenal kickoff in Lyon is uh, eight o'clock. Yeah, eight o'clock. That's right. Yeah. Oh gosh, yeah, you'll be here. You'll be traveling in back. Will you? Yeah, you'll be watching wow. the Lyon game on the train. Did you say? Yeah. No, um, I I stay in the hotel on Wednesday. And oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I, there's a chance to see the, the Lyon Arsenal uh, match in the hotel. But the Cologne uh, after the Cologne uh, match, I'm I'm driving home by train, and then I have to watch it on the smartphone in the train. Oh, on the Red, yeah, Reading, because it'll, it'll be at seven forty-five your time. That's right, yeah. That's right. Oh, wow. oh well, I mean, it's it's good fun, though, isn't it? Good yeah. to be getting out and about watching a football. That's what it's all about, isn't it? Yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be some great some great going going over the next few weeks anyway, um, which is good. So yeah, obviously, I say we'll be back next Friday um, with a look back on a busy week and a, another busy week coming up afterwards as well. It's just mad at the minute, game after game after game, which is good. And of course, we are hopefully going to be staying top of the league as well, which is nice. That's where we want to be. Um, we've worked hard to get there. We want to stay there now, so that'll be good. So um, obviously, um, coming up on the channel on, on Sunday, there are two big games. Obviously, the men are playing Leeds at <laughs> two o'clock 
And then a couple of hours after that finishes, uh, the women are playing at Reading. So I've got a busy day um, with a little bit of a, a break in between, which is nice. Um, so please join me for those two if you can, because that'll be really good. Hopefully two wins for Arsenal will be a great Sunday, wouldn't it? Um, so let's hope so for that. And then, of course, next week, loads and loads of stuff um, going on on the channel. Watch alongs here, there and everywhere. Europa League, Champions League, WSL, Premier League. It's all happening. So yeah, there's loads yeah, yeah. of so um, hopefully you can find something that you'll like to watch. Uh, Terry says, uh, great show again, chaps. Um, thanks for the great entertainment. Uh, Richard the Giraffe, MR and <laughs> um, Have a great weekend and see you next week. Stay safe. Well, yeah, indeed. And yourself, Terry, hopefully see you Sunday, mate. I know, you know, we've got two games to, to, to watch, so yeah. hopefully you can join us for, for that as well on Sunday. But yeah, everyone, enjoy the rest of your um, Friday. As we always say, the weekend officially starts on the Arsenal Women's Show and that's what's happened this week. Finally, back on our uh, normal Friday. We should now be regular Fridays now as we go through. There, there shouldn't be any yeah, reason why. Unless they move one of the games to a Friday night again, which they probably will at yeah. some stage. But at the moment, there, there isn't anywhere till till the, all Christmas game up till Christmas have been sorted out, haven't they? Now all the games have been. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So we haven't got a Friday game this side of Christmas anyway. So hopefully we'll be back regularly on a Friday again. Um, for you to enjoy and I say I'll be back on Sunday at uh, about quarter to two ready for the Leeds against the Arsenal game in the Premier League which is going to be uh, another great game so thank you very much again of course to Andreas have you enjoyed the show again yeah of course I did and it was great uh, to be back and great to talk to you uh, guys. and yeah uh, looking forward to the weekend and to the restart of the league <laughs> yes, we're looking forward to it. It seems like it's taken ages, but it's finally here, or it will be on Sunday. Uh, Matt, again, good to see you. Have you enjoyed the show? Yeah, I always enjoy it when it's when everyone's involved, and it's yeah. nice to everyone catch up and everything every week. And it's nice to meet fellow fans, as it always is. And you know, we're getting back to regular football now, so I'm looking forward to it even more with all these away trips going going on. Got. Uh, Villa Park is going to be the venue for Aston Villa in December, uh, which has changed just to oh, yeah. oh, it's going to be Villa Park, is it now? Yeah, so I was confu I was getting confused about that. I didn't know whether or not I was going to be able to go because it was always in the middle of nowhere again. It's hard to get yeah. to, uh, yeah. to Villa Park, which it'll be a nice little fond memory for me, especially if uh, Katie does score another banger. Yes, <laughs> of that was your first game last season, wasn't it? The Aston Villa game at Villa yeah, Park. Another four nil would have been nice as well, wouldn't it? Let's be honest, we'll, we'll take that. But they're doing well this season, Villa. Actually, that yeah. could be a tricky game. I know it could be top by the time we kick off. They got West Ham tomorrow as well, so let's see. Well, it could be. Yeah, it's, it's all happening at the minute, isn't it? But we just win our games and we'll, we'll stay where exactly. we are, which is, which is the main thing. Um, and Amar, as well, good to see you again. Even though you was a bit late, we'll let you off. Um, <laughs> You did make it in the intro, which is nice. Have you enjoyed the show? Yeah, no, it's great to be back. Great to be doing what we do discuss best. And yeah, good. Let's hope now, full, full on, full speed until Christmas. No more breaks. Fingers crossed. No more injuries, and we continue yes. to score goals and win games. So there's just plenty to be happy and talk about. So yeah, bring it on. No more injuries. That's key as well because we've got far too many as it is, and we don't want any more because that would be a disaster. So hopefully not. Yeah. Um, and let's hope we've got enough about us to keep winning games, which I'm sure we have. Um, so, yeah, thanks to all you guys for watching. Always appreciate it. I say thanks to Andreas, Matt and to Amar. We'll be, I'll be back on Sunday for the watch-alongs. We'll be back with a women's weekly show next Friday at 7.30, which is going to be good. The weekend is now here, so you can enjoy the weekend and hopefully we can enjoy Sunday and two big wins. That's what we want. Um, and, of course, Champions League as well. The only place to Arsenal win the Champions League this season is with the women. We are 
flying the flag for Arsenal in the Champions League anyway. Um, and hopefully we can go a long way this year. So good stuff. So thanks everyone for watching. Don't forget to give us a like before you go. And if you are new, please subscribe. Loads of great stuff coming up. And I'll, say I'll see you Sunday for the big games. And in the meantime, as always, come on, you Gunners. Come on. Let's win on Sunday. Let's do it. Come on. See you later, guys. Take it easy. Bye. Bye.